Hi, we're the Rices. We've been married for 12 years. We have six kids from the ages of nine to zero, and we're full of passion to raise a household that serves and honors the Lord. And we want to encourage others to do the same. Raising Rice's podcast. We are in season three, episode six, where the seasons don't matter and neither do the episode numbers. But we're just so excited to be with you guys talking about a really relevant conversation that needs to be on the forefront of every Christian's mind. Yeah, we must not walk in fear. We can't live in fear. We need to fear the Lord. And so we just want to talk to you guys a little bit about that today. We've had some opportunity in our own lives recently to remember that and to remind our kids of that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's an important point. We always kind of talk about uh, walking your Christian faith out in front of your kids. And part of that for us is just a conviction that we need to share the up and down struggles as things go and as we rely on the Lord to provide. So we have ironically had many opportunities to walk out our faith versus fear. I'm sure a lot of people have had an opportunity to do that in 2020 and 2021. Yeah. But you know what? It doesn't just stop there. That was a test. That was a trial in many of our lives. But and 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 honestly, it's something we can like look back on and significantly say that was a big moment that we were all kind of experiencing a trial and having to navigate where is our fear, where is our faith, and are we responding in one or the other to any situation presented? Yeah, and how do we live in obedience to Christ, and how do we walk in love in obedience to Christ with the people around us? It it all came to a head in a lot of ways in the last several years, but I was just listening to somebody talk the other day, and they kind of said, oh, well, now that you know 2020 and 2021 are kind of behind us, and Yes, they are, but I think that means that we should be kind of all the more aware of making sure that we're walking with purpose and that we don't get sucked into fear with whatever the next thing that arises in the world is. Yeah, so we had an opportunity not too long ago, I want to say like two weeks ago, to experience a moment where we could have been fearful, we could have been discouraged, we could have, I don't know, started to panic, perhaps. Uh, Darren's job, he, he is our sole provider for our family. He, We are a one-income family of eight Yeah. That's a lot of people and one income. It's a blessing from the Lord. Darren, because of his obedience and faith to the Lord, is such a hard worker and such uh, an amazing responsibility and honor to be under his leadership within our household. But he got a call. He got a call or an email or something. And they let the team, his small team that he works for, know that for the rest of this fiscal year, they're going to have to cut some hours. Yeah, and they're not just cutting hours every week, but if they didn't get kind of people to take big furloughs of time, then everybody was going to get furloughed in February. And so it was just a chance to trust the Lord and to know that he's blessed us with 
skills and provision and uh, you know, in obedience to him, a good ethic for work and you know, that he's going to provide through it, whatever means that is, whether that's by making sure to live extra frugally or that's by providing mm -hmm. extra income and, and he, he really has, but it's a, it's been a good opportunity to just walk that out in front of all the kids. Cause trust me, the kids notice when they're like, dad, are you not working today? Yeah. <laughs> Well, and you know what, Darren prefaced this in the beginning, and I think it's really important and a valid parenting suggestion. I mean, you have to take your own convictions, but bring your kids into age appropriate, bring them into the things that you are faced with in your life so that you can teach how to live in faith and how to not walk in fear, but walk in that faith. Um, yeah, go ahead. I, I think it's interesting because a lot of parents, I think, hesitate to do that because they don't want to breed insecurity in their kids. They, they don't want their kids to feel any uh, doubt or worry or insecurity in their childhood. But I can reflect on my childhood, and I think you can too, to say that both of our parents lived out their trust in the Lord mm -hmm. to provide for their families in, in front of us as a family. And I think that helped to bolster our faith, knowing that when we're walking in obedience with the Lord, that he is going to provide for us. I mean, Jesus talks about that in Matthew chapter six, which we like, <laughs> God is so good, right? Oh, yeah. like, we were totally <laughs> reading in Matthew as a family for family Bible time at chapter six. And this happens. Yeah, we didn't even have to like skip around and like find the verse. It literally came the next evening. Yes. In our family Bible time. So, uh, you know, the Lord is good in that way. And his, what did Mike Johnson used to say? In the Lord's providence, he's brought us to this verse. Yes. On this week. And, <laughs> and let him. me tell you, that is so true, it especially is. when you're in the word faithfully. It is just relevant to your life. Yeah. And um, two examples, one from Darren's childhood and one from my own that I can remember. Um, also, I don't, I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but Darren and I grew up together as yeah. children. I met him when he was like eight. Yeah. <laughs> and I was 12. Yeah. We were not interested in each other in any sort of way at eight Until and 12. Until much older. <laughs> we were literally just <laughs> friends and our families were friends. Yeah. And it was wonderful. That was another God providence moment. Really a great blessing. Anywho, so Darren's dad is self-employed, and he tells the story, and I'm sure you were like sitting at the table and recalling this whole thing, but he tells the story about how the family would gather around the table and pray for work, mm -hmm. and then the phone the phone would oh, yeah. ring, and like the, the next day yeah. or whatever. The, the, the jobs would come in, yeah. and while that could have been a very scary a vulnerable moment for his dad and his mom. Like as a sole provider to right. the family. Yeah. And deciding if they were going to bring the kids into this conversation or not. Right. Doing that caused you to now have the confidence to do that with your kids. Yeah. Because then it builds everybody's faith. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, you know, we talked last week about raising future brothers and sisters in Christ. Right. And we're called to admonish each other and to encourage each other in the faith. And part of that is by our testimony. Mm -hmm. And when we live that out in front of our kids, then I think it gives that opportunity for encouragement. 
So let's jump into. Oh, well, I want to tell my story. Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, I sorry. <laughs> no, no, Is tell okay? tell your story. Um, so my story kind of goes in with the Matthew six verse. When we were reading, it was how God provides for the birds of the you know the birds and the. The lilies of the field. Thank you, lilies yeah. of the field. I was going to say birds of the field, but then I was like, I think I'm combining them. <laughs> Anywho, wow, I am way off track. But listen, the story's good. So Darren was talking to the family, but he specifically kind of called out our, our boys, which I loved. And he said, you know what? This is an opportunity for us to trust the Lord, to trust the Lord that he will provide but daddy is not going to sit on this chair and just wait for a check to come in the mail. Could a check come in the mail? Absolutely. God is sovereign and God can do anything. But God has given me the ability to work. And so I am going to pursue that in my off time. And it just reminded me of my childhood. My dad um, was a pastor. He's actually going to be retired by the time this podcast comes out. We get to celebrate with him this weekend. Congratulations, David. Yes, you are wonderful. Although I don't think he listens to this podcast. <laughs> He's out of his um, child raising years. Yeah, yeah. But um, him and my mom did such a good job working within the a budgeted amount that the church could provide for them. And usually it was not enough for us to do extra things. Um, we just lived really frugally. I never knew that, though, until I was an adult, that we lived frugally because my mom and my dad did such a good job just trusting the Lord with what they had and giving out of the graciousness and generosity that they had been given from God to others. I remember... My mom would put garage sales on every summer. And when as a child, I thought they were the coolest thing because, like, look, we're making money. Um, but, you know what she used that money for every summer was to let my brother and I go to a summer camp because they would not have been able to provide that otherwise if we didn't put in the hard work. So the, what I'm trying to say is living in faith is an action. Walking in fear is also in action, right? Mm -hmm. You have to choose what path you want to take, but standing still is not an option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of the idea that if you have inaction, yes. then you're just sitting around building doubt and fear. It gives you an opportunity to worry. But if you are taking action, that can breed confidence and courage and some of the other character traits that we're going to talk about today. Yes. So if we're going to summarize our conviction, I would say it this way, that we must walk in fear of the Lord, not in fear for our own lives. Mm -hmm. we, we have to place our appropriate, awful, like in awe, yeah. respect and fear in the Lord. And, and there, that is the path. That is the path that the Lord calls us to, that the Bible calls us to walk in obedience in trusting the Lord. And so that's obviously going to build a lot of character. That's not something that comes naturally to us. And so we just want to talk about some of those character traits today specifically. And the first one I really think is boldness. We, we shouldn't fear the next day. We shouldn't worry about what's coming up next, but we should walk in boldness in the calling that the Lord has placed on our life. 
Yeah. And and boldness, I also think of the word courage, mm-hmm. right? It takes courage to be bold. It takes, but you know what? Um, we talk about this a lot, that these kind of character traits alone, like if you were to look at them in a worldly trait, right. would not have the the depth that if we're looking at it from the description in the Bible. Yeah, from a biblical worldview. Cause so like you could attribute that same boldness and courage to like the popular phrase that parents tell their kids, like be whatever you want to be. And it is true that you should pursue whatever calling the Lord puts on your life. But the idea that we should turn over our child's minds to whatever path that they want to take in their own mind well that is not leading them in the way of the lord right and so i think that's an example of how if you are framing these character traits in a biblical mindset in a biblical worldview then that's where the depth and the fruit comes in them another example someone might say oh, I need courage to jump out of an airplane with a parachute. Well, I'm sure you do need courage. Right. But, or I need courage to stand up for truth. Yes. You're talking about just two different types of courage. One is they're both facing fear or facing the unknown, but one is for the glory of God. Right. Where the other one might be for the glorification of self. I mean, you know what I mean. Every analogy is an analogy. It's not... But it's not for the purpose of conquering your own fear, but for right. the purpose of the glory of God. Yes. All right. Next character trait is confidence. Darren always tells these kids, our kids. I'm totally telling on you right now. <laughs> I don't. It wasn't a someone you used to work with or something. He used to say, "You have to have confidence." Yeah, yeah. It was. I don't remember some really expressive confidence. Yes. And now I cannot say the word confidence and not think of that expression. Right. But we have to be confident that the Lord will care for us. Yes. If we are seeking to honor him and obey his word. Now, as we mentioned earlier, that does not mean that we have confidence in idleness. Right. And so laziness in in laziness. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were talking to our boys about this and we were talking about in Timothy chapter five, verse eight says, but if anyone does not provide for his own and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. And so it's a call, especially for men, that we need to have confidence that the Lord will care for us, but the Lord provides for us out of our faithful obedience and our duty to work and provide for our family. And lest you think that we are a prosperity gospel-driven mindset, we are not, we are talking about providing for needs, not necessarily the extravagancies or the wants or things like that, right? Absolutely. Yeah, this this is not about work hard and you'll be a millionaire by the time you're 30 because that hasn't worked out for us. Yeah, we're way past 30. <laughs> what, what happened there? <laughs> but, but this is to say that the Lord will provide for your needs. It reminds me of... In Philippians, when Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Previous to that, the context of that verse is that he knows how to do with much and how to do with little. 
Yes. And and he has confidence that he can live in any of those circumstances through Christ. Yes. And so that's an important thing for us to remember in this. Definitely. Um, before we get to our next character trait, we um, just want to take an opportunity to let one of our sponsors um, give us a message. Hello, we want to interrupt this podcast today to let you know that it is brought to you by Heritage Home Family Farm, a Christian family seeking to bring a legacy of flavors to your table. This family is passionate about building the family culture and making homemade with ease. They have a series of spices, loose leaf teas, and baking mixes available to make delicious, clean, and easy homemade food at your table and in your kitchen a possibility in today's busy world. Find out more at heritagehomefamilyfarm.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Our next character trait is faith. We have to walk in faith knowing that God has laid out our steps before us. Proverbs verse 16 or chapter 16 verse 9 says, "The heart of man plans his way, but Yahweh directs his steps." Mm-hmm. We have to know that our best laid plans are in the hands of the Lord. Yes. Whereas it James talks about, you know, don't point into the future and say, we're going to go here and we're going to go there and we're going to do business and make money because you don't know what tomorrow holds. Mm-hmm. We definitely had experienced that with that with our sixth child. We, uh, I mean, these podcasts are so fun because you get to know all the intricacies <laughs> of our thoughts and our mind and our decisions, but we were going to have a home birth. Uh, we had five home births before. It's what we were going to do. We were going to have it at my parents' house because we were living in a trailer at the time. I mean, I can't believe this was our life, babe. Craziest thing ever. Um, And we had an ultrasound. Everything looked good. Good to go. All of a sudden, I started bleeding. Get rushed to the hospital. We find out that we are having an emergency C-section. And yeah. this baby is coming five weeks early and is going to be in the NICU. Talk about a polar opposite experience than that we had in our minds. Oh, yeah. But in God's providence, in God's design, he held Gwendolyn's life in his hands and oh, cared yeah. for her and put us in this place that we needed to be to bring her into this like world. Like the perfect place. And even even bigger picture than that, like we had hoped to be here in Idaho by then yeah. and like so many other elements. And we were in exactly the right place at exactly the right time, despite all any delays or things that seemed like it wasn't going according to our plan. Yeah. It was 100% going according to God's plan. And so in that, then you can just have this tremendous peace mm-hmm. instead of fear in those moments. Yes. That perspective to say, I didn't get that promotion at work because of God's providence. Right. Like I've had that happen to me before too. Yes. I was just thinking when you said that, <laughs> I was like, wow, we were, we had all these eggs in this basket. We thought this was the right thing. Yeah. This is where we're going. This is where we're moving. And if that would have happened, the trajectory or our trail yeah. would have totally taken us away from where God's heart was for us. Yeah. And now it's not that you couldn't have still been obedient right. on in that direction, but the Lord just pushed us in a different direction and it's been so good. Such a blessing. Yeah. And like, you don't know that you don't see that hindsight no. until years later, but you do know God 
and you know that he is faithful and that he keeps his promises. And so when these things come up, even if you don't know what is happening, you know God is good. Yeah. I mean, another example of that is like, I almost flunked out of nursing school. Can you believe that? Darren, the most smartest person (laughs) I know. And it caused everything to be delayed by a whole term. Yes. But it put me in this awesome internship that put me into the jobs that I had coming out of nursing school. And this I was, yeah, this I, was a time that no one was getting nursing jobs. It was super tough to get a job out of nursing school then. And, and it wouldn't have happened that way yeah. if it wasn't for this hiccup. Right. And then an opportunity to trust God and still press into it yeah, and still put in the work and make it through. And we found out we were pregnant at the time, everything. Oh, like, yeah. There was just so much, <laughs> again, hindsight. I would just encourage you right now, think about some opportunities or things that have happened in your life that you didn't realize what was happening in that moment and use that as a story to bring glory to God and tell your kids it. Yeah. They love hearing stories. Oh, we've had so many good like story times recently with family visiting. The kids love to hear a story and what an opportunity to make your faith real and a real example to your kids. Yes, it's so good. And those ones stay with them. So let's talk, though. That's a lot of positive. <laughs> let's talk about the challenges that face us around this idea of walking in the fear of the Lord versus living a life of fear. And you know what? We really like to talk about the challenges. One, because when you are being countercultural, when you are following in the Lord's footpath, it talks about it in the Bible. There will be persecution. There will be hard times, you know, but we can do hard things. But knowing that there are going to be some challenges, there are going to be some pushbacks, help you equip yourself and your family for those challenges. Absolutely. And the world around us lives in this constant cycle of fear. And and no matter where you kind of look, I think you can easily identify a theme of building fear. Whether you watch the news, whether you are watching an advertisement. Yeah. Fear is what sells. What's that term now? Fear of missing out. Yes, even Even the fear of missing out plays on your emotional strings around fear. To get you to buy something. Yeah, or like if you shop online like I do, it's like the apocalypse is coming and you need to buy all these things to be prepared. That's because social media knows you. (laughs) They know that you love that stuff. Yes, and so it's like... (laughs) emergency battery backups and whatever, you know, but what is selling that fear, fear Fear that something bad is going to happen or what pushes you to make a certain decision or do a certain thing. Fear that something bad is going to happen to you. If you don't do it, Mm -hmm. this is what is just constantly being used in our culture today. And I don't think that's necessarily different than before in past history. But in the past, it was like, you think about the Psalms, like it's Saul pursuing David or it's Babylon. Like Mm -hmm. it's still fear that is easy to let it encroach on your life. And you have to put that faith and hope and trust in the Lord. 
you know, um, I was just talking with Darren before we launched this podcast that we know because the word of the Lord tells us that hope is the only thing that is stronger than fear. And we know that the only thing to fear is the Lord, the right. fear of the Lord, the healthy fear of the Lord. But I was just pondering like all of these like movies coming out where there's like a hero who rises among the fear. You know, God's character and God's creation is is just echoed everywhere. Mm-hmm. And even the secular world rallies around this idea of hope over fear they just sadly are putting their hope in the wrong place in the wrong place yeah but the human heart wants hope yes in the midst of fear because we were designed that way yeah designed to worship designed to need a savior to Mm -hmm. have a savior and man what an opportunity to put your hope and trust in the lord yes Reminds me of uh, Jeremiah 17, 7 says, Blessed is the man who trusts in Yahweh and whose trust is Yahweh. Yes. That that is where our hope is. That's mm-hmm. where our trust is, is in the Lord. And because of this fallen world, because of sin and selfishness, we naturally worry. But instead, when we have the peace of the Lord in us and we have the truth of God's word in the Bible, we can see and we can learn and we can walk out in a hope-filled life because of the Lord Jesus. Amen. We hope that this podcast has been encouraging to you, that it gives you hope Mm-hmm. That it helps you to reflect on past ways that the Lord has provided in your life and gives you peace in current situations that you might need some hope or some faith building in order to trust the Lord. So please let us know if we can pray for you in any way. We would love for you to reach out to us on social media or on our website. And we pray that you have a blessed week. All right. We'll see you next week. Thank you.